Welcome to the Cruciform Life Church podcast, featuring the weekly sermons from our Sunday gathering. Please visit us online at www.cruciformlifechurch.org for more information. Good morning, Church. Magandang umaga po sa ating lahat. Ini-welcome ko po yung mga first time po nakadalo sa church. No? So, we welcome you, brother and sister. Sige po, uh, buksan po natin ang ating mga Biblia. Oh, let's open our Bible to Mark chapter 10. Start verse 35 down to 45. Sige po, kung uh, andyan na po tayo, tayo po itumayo. Sabay-sabay po nating basahin yung salita ng Panginoon. So, basahin ko po in ESB, start in verse 35. And James and John, the sons of Zebedee, came up to him and said to him, Teacher, we want you to do for us whatever we ask of you. And he said to them, What do you want me to do for you? And they said to him, Grant us to sit one at your right hand and one at your left in your glory. Jesus said to them, You do not know what you are asking. Are you able to drink the cup that I drink or to be baptized with the baptism with which I am baptized? And they said to him, We are able. And Jesus said to them, The cup that I drink, you will drink. And with the baptism which I am baptized, you will be baptized. But to sit at my right hand or at my left is not mine to grant, but it is for those for whom it has been prepared. And when the ten heard it, they began to be indignant at James and John. And Jesus called them to him and said to them, You know that those who are considered rulers of the Gentiles lord it over them, and their great ones exercise authority over them. But it shall not be among you. But whoever will be great among you, you must be your servant. And whoever will be first among you must be a slave of all. For even The Son of Man came not to be served, but to serve, and gave His life as a ransom for many. May the Lord bless the preaching of His Word. Tayo po'y manalangin. We thank you and bless you, God, for this morning. Thank you for gathering us this morning, O Father God, Lord, and allowing us to worship you to your songs, O Lord. Lord, we pray na as we study your word, O God, Lord. Buksan mo po yung mga puso't isipan namin, yung maintindihan namin, yung katotohanan na po, O Lord, upang sa ganun, O Lord, makita namin yung sarili namin as we worship you, as we serve you, O Lord. Mayroon po kami tamang mga puso at hangarin, O Lord, na sambahin ka, purihin ka sa mga buhay namin, O Jesus. O Lord, we ask, O Father God, Lord, na gamitin mo lamang ako, upang ipahayag ko yung salita mo, Padre God, Lord, at mausap ka sa buwat isa sa amin sa umagang ito. So, Lord, kung ano man ang achieve at makakumplas namin sa, gabi, sa umagang ito, pinabalik namin sa iyo yung pagpapulit pa sa salamat sa tanyang pangalan ni Jesus. Amen. Tayo po yung mga po. Well, serving God is the natural response of those who truly understand the gospel. Ulitin ko po na. Serving God is the natural response of those who truly understand the gospel. Na kung tayo po ay naintindihan po natin yung ebanghelyo, yung gospel po. Ano ba itong gospel na to? Pag naintindihan po natin na ang Diyos ay banal. At itong Diyos na banal na to, na sinasabi ng Biblia, ay nagdidiman po sa atin na magiging banal din po tayo. Take note, na magiging perfecto din po tayo. But yung problema po ay, wala pong perfectong taong namumuhay dito sa mundo. 
lahat po sa atin ay makasalanan. No, kaya ang karapat-dapat po sa atin itapon sa imperno habang buhay. Pero sa kabutihan po ng Panginoon, no, pinadala niya po yung kakaisang anak niya na si Kristo namuhay ng perfecto na tayo dapat ang mamuhay at namatay dun sa cross upang pagbayaran po lahat ng kasalanan natin. So kung naintindihan po natin yon, ang tugon po natin, una is that pananampalataya po kay Kristo. Na? Pananampalataya kay Kristo but hindi po natigil doon. Hindi lamang po pananampalataya kay Kristo kundi may hangarin na rin po tayong magsilbi. Maglingkod po sa Panginoon. Na maglingkod po sa Panginoon. No. So, klaro po to Kung basahin natin yung buong Biblia, na? klaro po to na lahat ng mga taong niligtas ng Panginoon sa pamamagitan kay Kristo, yung natural response niya ay maglingkod po sa Panginoon. Ekspresyon natin yun ang pagsamba po natin sa Panginoon. So, kung puntahan po natin si na sulat ni Apostle Pablo sa Taga-Romans, Romans chapter 12, start in verse 1. So, kung nabasa na po natin ng book of Romans, start from chapter 1 to chapter 11, nilibor po ni Apostle Pablo na niligtas tayo ng Panginoon sa pamamagitan po kay Kristo. At yun ay dahil sa awa at grasya lamang ng Panginoon. So ngayon, kung nareceive po natin yung awa at grasya ng Panginoon, sabi niya in verse Verse 1, I appeal to you therefore, brothers, by the mercies of God. No, so lahat yung nakatanggap ng awa po ng Panginoon sa pamagitan kay Kristo, ito po yung response natin. To present your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to God, which is your spiritual worship. Yung pagsamba na po. In other words, ilalaan na po natin yung mga buhay natin upang sambahin, purihin, or pagsilbihan po ang Panginoon. Kaya if we jump to, start in verse 6, in-exhort po ni Apostle Pablo yung mga believers in Romans na gamitin nila yung gift na pinagkaloob po ng Panginoon sa kanila. Basahin natin, start in verse 6. Having gifts that differ according to the grace given to us, let us use them. Nagamitin po natin yung gift na pinagkaloob po ng Panginoon sa atin. In fact, if we jump to verse 11, <clears throat> nag-exhort ulit sa Apostle Pablo na <clears throat> we should not be slothful no, in serving God, in using our gift, hindi tayo yung no, pa, tamad-tamad. Sabi ni Apostle Paul in verse 11, do not be slothful in sin, be fervent in spirit, serve the Lord. Isa lang talaga emphasis ni Apostle Pablo, serve the Lord. No? Uh, as you serve the Lord, do not be slothful, but be fervent in spirit. So makita po natin, kahit ito lamang po, na mga verse na pinuntahan natin is that serving God is the natural response of those who truly understand the gospel. Sa lahat po ng nakakilala na kay Kristo, naintindihan nila yung ginawa ni Kristo, kung sino si Kristo at anong ginawa ni Kristo, natural na po ito sa atin na paglingkuran po natin yung Panginoon natin. Kaya nga po, isang napakalaking katanungan sa mga sarili natin na pinoprofess natin, na kinoconfess natin, yes, may pananampalataya ako kay Kristo na intindihan ko yung Ibanghelyo, pero wala tayong desire na, na magsilbi po sa Panginoon. Wala tayong hangarin na magpagamit po, ipagamit po natin yung mga gifts natin para po sa kalawalhatian ng Panginoon. When I see serving God, na primarily in the context of a local church. Nais ko lang din po ma-emphasize because meron pong group of Christians na, na, di, na yung, yung teaching din nila is that you, hindi mo na kailangan ng iglesia. Na hindi mo na kailangan ng iglesia or hindi mo na kailangan mag-involve sa isang local church. Yun yung tinuturo nila. But kung babasahin po natin yung Biblia, basahin natin yung Ephesians chapter 4, First Timothy, second Timothy, Titus, even yung passage natin ngayon, makikita natin na, na kinukumantay ng Panginoon, na-involve natin yung sarili natin sa isang local church kung saan po tayo 
magpapagamit po sa Panginoon. Because ito po yung sinasabi ng Biblia. Na lahat po ng nananampalataya kay Kristo na intindihan nilang yung Ibanghelyo, yung natural na response po nila ay magsilbi po sa Panginoon. No? Pero, however, no? serving God without growing in our understanding of the gospel is a dangerous thing. Ulitin ko po, no? So, serving God is natural response po of those who truly understand the gospel. O tayo yung kristyano na natural na po sa atin, magkakaroon tayo ng hangarin. Kikilos yung banal na espiritu na, na para i-involve natin, i-commit natin yung sarili natin sa gawain po ng Panginoon. However, serving God without growing in our understanding of the gospel is a dangerous thing. It's a dangerous thing. Because eventually, or it may result to serving God with our own motives. With our own motives. Ito po yung nangyari sa mga disciples ni Jesus. Sa story, sa passage na pag-aaralan natin today. Makikita natin, itong mga disciples ni Jesus, they are committed followers of Jesus. Or at least, almost or more than two years ta, kasama-sama nila si Kristo. But makikita natin, na, yung maling motibo ng puso nila, mga maling, mali po yung mga puso nila. Na kaya, na yung title po ng sermon natin today is that serving God with the right heart. So yung concern ko lang po about isa sa atin is that as we serve God, magkaroon po tayo ng tama pong mga puso. Tama pong motibo yung paglilingkod natin sa Panginoon. Because again, may possibility po na we serve God but with the wrong heart. Naglilingkod tayo sa Panginoon pero mali po yung mga puso natin or yung mga motibo po ng mga puso natin. That's why we ask the question. So, what then is the key in serving God with a right heart? Ano po yung susi na as we serve God, tama po yung mga puso natin. Simple lamang po yung sagot is that we need to grow and deepen our understanding of the gospel. Kailangan po nating lumago at lumalim sa pag-iintindi natin sa ibang helio. So growing and deepening our understanding of the gospel are the keys to serving God with our right heart. As we read this passage, itong start in verse 35 to, to 45, there are a couple of questions na itatanong po natin. Unang katanungan po, why does the disciple of Jesus selflessly desire to be in a high position? Ito po yung clear na makikita natin. Bakit nga ba? yung mga disciples ni Jesus na gusto nilang magkaroon ng katungkulan. Why does James and John came to Jesus and asked Him to grant them to sit at His right hand and left in His glory? What was the reason why they asked this of Jesus? And last, what was their motives or intention? Ang sagot lamang po ay simply, the answer is that they fail to understand what it means for Jesus to be a Messiah. The reason why mali po yung motibo nila in serving God is that mali po or nag-fail po sila sa pagkakilala nila, pagkakaintindi nila kay Jesus bilang isang Messiah, bilang isang Kristo. Yes, pupuntahan natin yung chapter 8 they confess and affirm that Jesus indeed is the coming Savior. Na, yung inaantay nilang tagapagligtas. Na, so, puntahan po natin. Start in verse 8. Uh, chapter 8, start in verse 27. And Jesus went on with His disciples to the village of Caesarea Philippi. And on the way, He asked His disciple. Ito po yung ta- 
Sagot, tanong niya sa mga disciples, Who do people say that I am? Sino daw ako para sino daw ako para dun sa mga tao? Nire-refer niya yung mga crowd. Ang sagot nila, and they told him, John the Baptist and the others Elijah and the others one of the prophets. Then ngayon, tinanong naman ni Jesus sila, but who do you say that I am? Para sa inyo, sino ako? Ang sagot din nila, si Peter na pabida-bida, no? sa grupo, laging nangunguna, he answered, you are the Christ. So, somehow may tama silang kaalaman patungkol kay Kristo. At this point, na si Kristo, or si Jesus ay Christ, means the Messiah, the anointed one, na, na inaantay nila na darating. At in fact, after nung kinonfess, nagconfess sila sa kinonfess nila na si Jesus si the Messiah, sinabi agad ni Kristo kung ano po yung purpose nung bilang isang Messiah. In verse 31, sabi rito. And he began to teach them that the Son of Man must suffer many things and be rejected by the elders and the chief priests and the scribes and be killed and after three days rise again. But kung mapapansin natin, start on verse 32, because again, si Peter, ni-rebuke niya si Jesus. Nung sinabi ni Jesus na, na yes, ako ang Messiah, pero na, uh, maghihirap ako at mamamatay ako. Then, si Peter, because hindi niya lubusan, naintindihan yung sinasabi ni Jesus, ito po yung tugon niya in verse 32. And he said this plainly, And Peter took him aside and began to rebuke him. We don't know kung anong sinasabi ni Pedro dito. Basta rebuke niya lang si Jesus. Yung sinabi ni Jesus na, na in three days, ah, in, pagpunta ko sa Jerusalem, na, eh, hulihin ako ng mga religious leaders, tapos ipapakwa ko sa cross, and mamamatay ako in three days, mabubuhay ako. <clears throat> At hindi lang to, naulit pa ng two times. When we jump, In chapter chapter 9, start in verse 30, ito naman sabi ni Jesus. No? They went on from there and passed through Galilee. And he did not want anyone to know. For he was teaching his disciples, saying to them, The Son of Man is going to be delivered into the hands of men. And they will kill him. And when he is killed after three days, he will rise. No, but at this time, wala na pong nagre-rebuke sa kanila. Ang sabi lang rito, in verse 32, but they did not understand the saying and were afraid to ask him. And were afraid to ask them. And lastly, bago yung passage natin, in chapter 10, verse 32, <clears throat> start in verse 32, and they were on the road going to Jerusalem And Jesus was walking ahead of them, and they were amazed. And those who followed were afraid. And taking the twelve again, he began to tell them what was happened to them, saying, See, we are going up to Jerusalem, and the Son of Man will be delivered over to the chief priests and scribes, and they will condemn condemn him to death and deliver him over to the Gentiles, and they will mock him and spit on him and plug him and kill him. After three days, will rise again. So three times po, sinabi ni Jesus. But, hindi po makuha ng mga disciples kung ano pong ibig sabihin ito. No? Because, again, if you look at our passage, makikita natin na instead ito mga disciples na to, deserve God motivated by humility and sacrifices makikita natin na motivated sila by their selfish desire to be in a higher position. In verse 37, basahin natin. And you grant, and they said to him, both James and John, grant us to sit one at your right hand and one at your left in your glory. And then, if we jump to verse 41, and when the ten heard it, yung daras po, mga disciples of Jesus, they began 
to be indignant at James and John. Because gusto din po nila na magiging right and left hand po ni Jesus. So makikita natin, yes, the they are committed believers. No? Sama-sama sila kay Jesus for almost two years. But makikita natin, mali po yung mga puso nila. At ang pinakadahilan is that they fail to understand what it means for Jesus to be a uh, Messiah. So, clear po yung implikasyon sa atin church. Serving God without growing and deepening our understanding of the gospel is a dangerous thing. Because it will eventually cause us to serve God with our wrong hearts. With our wrong hearts. So si Apostle Pablo po yung sulat niya sa taga-Pilipians. Philippians chapter 1. No? During this time, nakulong po siya. At somehow, nais niya din yung taga-church ng Philippians magiging aware po na may isang grupo ng mga Christians. They are serving God. But mali po yung mga motibo nila. Basahin natin. Start in verse 15. Some indeed preach Christ from what? Sabi niya, from envy and rivalry, but others from goodwill. The latter do it out of love, knowing that I am put here for the defense of the gospel, and the former proclaim Christ out of selfish ambition, not sincerely, but thinking to afflict me in my imprisonment. So take note, they are genuine believers. Hindi po ni-rebuke ni Apostle Pablo yung teaching nila. Ni-rebuke ni Apostle Pablo yung puso nila. Okay, again, inunit ko yan, there's a possibility in us to serve God. But because we are not growing in our understanding of the gospel, mali po yung mga puso natin. But the question is, anong pinagkaiba ni Apostle Pablo dun sa mga taong to? Simple lang din po. Because ang lalim po ng pagkakaintindi ni Apostle Pablo sa Ebanghelyo. <coughs> Kaya para sa kanya, in verse 18, what then? Only that in every way, whether in pretense or into Christ, proclaim, and in that, I rejoice. No, kung basahin natin throughout the book of Philippians, ang lalim po ng pagkakaintindi ni Apostle Pablo sa Ibanghelyo. So, the key to serve God with a right heart is our growing understanding of the gospel. Ang susi po tala, para magkaroon tayo ng tamang puso sa paglilingkod natin sa Panginoon is that lumalago tayo sa pagkikilala natin kay Kristo. Hindi ko po alam kung ano po yung postura ng puso nyo right now sa paglilingkod natin sa Panginoon. Hindi ko po nasisearch yung mga puso ninyo. But ito lang po ang alam ko. If we are not growing in our understanding of the gospel, makikita natin yes, we serve God but our hearts It's not right before Him. So, I will give you two characteristics of our wrong hearts in serving God. Then, two characteristics then of a heart right before God in serving Him. So, two characteristics in serving God. Two characteristics of our wrong heart in serving God. <clears throat> One is that We are motivated by our selfish desire and ambitions. Malalaman po natin na mali po yung motibo na paglilingkod natin sa Panginoon is that we are motivated by our selfish desire and ambition. Now start in verse 35 to 37 na makikita po natin si James and si John the desire to be in a higher position. So, but to balance lang po natin, to balance lang po natin Desiring to be in a high position is not wrong in itself. Hindi po yun mali. Not to be great in the eyes of God, hindi po siya mali in itself. No? Because again, God commanded us na we need to excel dun sa ginagawa po natin. No? Bilang isang tatay, nais natin na magiging mabuting tatay tayo, magiging godly tatay tayo. Bilang isang empleyado, nais ng Panginoon na magiging excellent tayo sa ginagawa natin. So, hindi po siya wrong in itself. Sabi po ni Apostle Pablo in 2 Corinthians chapter 8, verse 
But as you excel in everything, in faith, in speech, in knowledge, in all earnestness, and in all our love for you, see that you excel in this act of grace also all the way. And the context there is giving. But we can apply it. Na? Because God, nice din ng Panginoon. Na responsible tayo enough bilang isang magulang, bilang isang anak. Na? Then, if we go to 1 Timothy chapter 3, verse 1, no. although ang ano ni Apostle Pablo dito is that who desire to be a overseer, a pastor or a elder, sabi na, The saying is trustworthy. If anyone aspire, the word aspire is that strive for it. To the office of overseer, he desire a noble task. So makikita natin, it's not, dito siya wrong in itself. No? To desire a higher position. Parang gusto mo ma-promote sa camp, sa trabaho mo. Dito siya may... <coughs> So, hindi siya wrong in itself. But in the case of the disciples of Jesus, bakit nasasabi siya na mali po yung motibo nila na yung, na yung puso po nila is motivated by, self, by, by selfish desires and ambition sa tatlong kadahilanan po. Now, one is that they want it in their own way. Na gusto nilang makuha yung posisyon na yun, pero gusto nila, makuha nila sa sarili nilang kapamaraanan. Start in verse 35, sabi rito. And James and John, so James and John are brothers. Anak mo sila ni Sebedee. At ang, ang, ang palayaw sa kanila, Jesus, is the son of thunder. Because mainitin ang ulo nito mga to, or madaling uminit. Noong one time na nag-preach sila doon, hindi tumanggap yung mga, design, ang mga tao doon, sabi na, gusto mo Lord, paulanin natin ang ng apoy na kaya makikita din natin na talagang mga ano tong mga taon to. Kahit mga godly na ng mga tao. <clears throat> Continue. And then, kung puntahan natin si Matthew, si Matthew, sinabi niya na si James and John, pinsan po ni Kristo. Because yung mama nila, si Salome, kapatid po ni Mary. In fact, sabi ni, ni Matthew na yung mama nila yung lumapit kay Kristo. Diba? Kasi tita yun ni Jesus. No? Kung ma-establish na yung kingdom mo, paupuin mo to sa kabinete mo. No? Isa yung spokesperson at isa yung... <clears throat> But dito si Mark, hindi po siya interesado na isama yung, mga, isama yung nanay nila. Because nais ni Mark makita natin na itong mga godly na mga tao na to, sunod ng sunod kay Kristo for almost three years, pero titingnan mo, mali po yung mga puso nila. So, continue. So, they came to Jesus and said to him, Teacher, tinan mo kung gano'n sila ka-manipulative. We want you to do for us whatever we ask of you. <laughs> diba? Jesus, gusto namin na ganito, pero mag-agree ka muna. Hindi pa namin sasabihin. Si Karis, mahilig mo ganun sa akin. <laughs> no? <clears throat> But makita natin, hindi po nag, nag-give in si Jesus doon sa trick nila. Hindi ako maluloko. Sabi ni Jesus dito. Instead, sabi ni Jesus, ano ba tong kailangan niya sa akin bago ako mag-agree? Then he said, sabi niya, sabi ni Jesus in verse 36, and he said to them, what do you want me to do for you? So magot din sila. And he said, grant us to sit one at your right hand and one at your left in your glory. So, ang inaas talaga ni James and John is that Jesus, pag ma-establish na yung kingdom mo, dapat kami yung nasa kaliwa at sa kanan mo. No, kumbaga, dapat party kami ng kabinete mo. Hindi lang pwedeng tagabantay mo kami. Kasi may posisyon din kami sa Malacañang. And again, because they fail to understand what it means for Jesus to be a Messiah because ang iakala po nila na, na yung Messiah po na darating, yes, they acknowledge that Jesus is the Messiah, pero ang akala po nila na yung Messiah ang darating, no? i-establish na yung kingdom niya 
i-overthrow niya yung oppressor niya, kagaya kay David, na maging isang political leader. Pumunta natin si John, si John chapter 6, verse 15. Si John po nagbigay sa atin ng idea na si Jesus ay gustong gawing king ng mga tao. Ang konteksto nito, after ni Jesus pinakain yung 5,000 katao, nakita nila yung miracles na ginawa ni Jesus at in-acknowledge nila na si Kristo ay isang propeta pero ang sabi nila, gusto nilang maging hari si Kristo. No, kaya napaka baloktot yung isip ng mga tao. Isang propeta, gawin mong hari. Wala pa po sa history ng Israel na propeta naging hari. In verse 15, sabi nito, Perceiving then, John chapter 6, verse 15, Perceiving then that they were about to come and take him by force to make him king. Jesus withdrew again to the mountain by himself. So itong mga disciples na to, somehow may idea na sila. Oh, si Jesus, siya na yung Messiah, pero mali nga yung pagkakaintindi nila. Akala nila yung Messiah na kagaya kay David na magiging political leader. So meron na silang idea na yun na ito si Kristo, yes. Siya na yung Messiah ang inaantay natin. At makikita pa natin yung timing ng sinabi ni Jesus in verse 32 because sabi ni Jesus, they are heading towards Jerusalem. Na kung gusto mong magiging king, dapat doon ka sa city. I-proclaim mo yung sarili mo doon sa, sa city. So para kay James and John, opportunity to. Na Lord, bago pa tayo mangyari to, bago pa tayo dumating doon sa Jerusalem, na-establish mo yung kingdom mo at mag-rule ka as president or prime minister ng Israel, kailangan bigyan mo kami ng posisyon sa kabinito mo. Ito po yung nasa mind ng mga disciple. So again, because mali yung ngayong pagkakaintindi nila kay Kristo. At ang pangalawang kadahilan why they are motivated by their selfish desire and ambition, second is that they didn't really understand what they are asking. Hindi talaga nila lubusan na intindihan kung ano ba itong hinihingi nila kay Kristo. So after James and John told their request to Jesus to have a higher position, na-rebuke sila ni Jesus. In verse 38, sabi ni Jesus, Do you not know? Do You do not know what you are asking. Sigurado po si Jesus dito, yung sinabi niya yung mga disciples, hindi nyo alam. Hindi, hindi parang hindi siya, hindi Jesus parang sinasabi, sigurado ka ba? Alam mo yung hinihingi mo? Para kay Jesus, sure talaga sila na hindi nila alam kung anong hinihingi nila kay Kristo. Kung hinihingi nila kay Kristo din. Nagbigay si Jesus ng rhetorical question na supposedly yung question dito is not, we are not able, but in opposite, sabi niya, we are able. Sabi ni Jesus, rhetorical question niya, <clears throat> is that, you are able to drink the cup that I drink or to be baptized with the baptism which I am baptized. Na yung cup po rito, yes, sinisimbolize po rito yung judgment ng Panginoon sa mga taong makasalanan. Nakupuntahan natin yung Psalm 78 verse, Psalm 75 verse 8. For in the hand of the Lord, there is a cup with foaming wine, well mixed, and He pours out from it, and all the wicked of the earth shall drain it down to the dregs. Pinipicture dito na ibuhos ng Panginoon yung galit niya dun sa mga taong makasalanan. Then, si Matthew, or later on, nung nag-pray si Jesus in Gethsemane, ito yung, ito yung prayer niya sa, sa, sa Diyos Ama. In Matthew 26, sabi nito, And going a little farther, he fell on his face and prayed, saying, My Father, if it be possible, if it is possible, let this cup pass from me. Nevertheless, not as I will, but as you will. Ang cup dito is symbolize po suffering na pagdadaanan po ni Kristo. Well, ang baptism naman dito is that uh, in the New Testament, kumbaga, inaano lang to sa death ni Jesus. Sabi ni Apostle Pablo in Romans chapter 6 na nung namatay si Kristo, kasama po tayo dun sa baptism niya. Yung, yung dati nating buhay, namatay na yon at yung bago na nating buhay. So yung cup and baptism, nire-refer dito sa 
sa suffering and death po ni Kristo. Nung tinanong po to ni Jesus, are you able to drink the cup and to be baptized? Sinasabi ni Kristo rito is that willing ba kayo mag-suffer din? Kagaya ng suffering na dinaranas ko. Yes, yung suffering ni Christ is unique. Because yun lang yung suffering ni Christ ang makakapag-satisfy po sa rat ng Panginoon, sa galit po ng Panginoon para sa taong makasalanan. Ha? But makikita natin later on because itong mga disciples din ni Jesus is that, lalo na si James, siya yung unang minartyad. Ha? At si John, in-exile dun sa Patmos. Ang point lang ni Jesus is that kung gusto mong magiging great in the eyes of God, gusto mong magkaroon po ng sabaw, katungkulan, in the kingdom of God, mag-a-undergo ka. You must undergo with suffering, with trials. In fact, even to the point of death. Yun po yung point ni Jesus dito. But, again, yung response nila because ito ang si James and John, sila yung mga tao talagang sugod ng sugod. Atapang atao. Itong mga karakteristik nitong mga katangian ng mga tao to. Kaya, ang sagot nila, we are able. No, we are able. Yes, sinabi ni Jesus, yes, you are able somehow to share my suffering na because later on makikita nga natin na dahil sa passion din nila, sa pagsunod kay Kristo, they're willing din to give up their lives. No? But at that point, nung sinabi ni Jesus po, because after nung pumunta na sila sa Jerusalem, doon na sila sa Gethsemane, after pumunta yung mga religious leader para hulihin po si Kristo, wala po ni isa sa kanila ang sumama kay Jesus. Now, lahat po sila nagsitakbuhan. Lahat po sila nagsitakbuhan. Kaya kumbaga, hindi talaga nila lubusin na intindihan kung ano po yung hinihingi nila kay Kristo. No, hinihingi nila po kay Kristo. <clears throat> Pakatlo po. Pakatlong kadahilan. They are motivated by their selfish desires and ambitions. They did not understand that it is God's prerogative. Prerogative, ibig sabihin, decision po ito ng Panginoon. To be in that position and not theirs. Decision po ng Panginoon kung sinong ilalagay niya, hindi po sila magdi-decide para doon sa katungkulan na yan. So after they are confident na sumagot po kay Kristo, yes, we are. Then, sabi po ni Kristo sa kanila, in verse 40, but to sit at my right hand, or at my left, is not mine to grant, but it is for those whom it has been preferred. But Jesus, yung emphasis dito, is not mine to grant. Honest po si Jesus na wala siyang authority no? to grant kung sino pong uupo sa kaliwa niya or sa kanan. It is the prerogative of God the Father. Nung sinabi po to ni Jesus sa mga disciples niya, to sampal po to sa pagmumukha nila na parang ibin nga ako, wala akong karapatan na na sino ang ilagay ko nun? Yung Diyos Ama. Na? Kayo pa kaya magdidesisyon kayo ng sarili nyo kung na ako gusto rito, ako gusto dito. Nakikita mo yung pangit na puso ng mga disciples. We are godly people but again, motivated by their selfish desires and ambition. So yun po yung unang karakatangian ng isang pusong maling puso na nagsisilbi sa Panginoon is that we are motivated by our selfish desires and ambition. Pangalawang karakteristik mo of a heart in serving God. Heart, second karakteristik of a heart of our own heart in serving God is that we are is that we want to elevate ourselves above others. We want to elevate ourselves above others. In verse 37, now start in verse 37, in verse 37, diba, 
Lumapit si James at si John, hiningi nila sa Panginoon na ilagay sila sa kaliwa at kanan nilang. Sabi niya, And he said to him, Grant us to sit one at your right hand and one at your left. But, <clears throat> mapansin natin, hindi lamang po si James and John ang gusto pong magkaroon ng mataas na katungkulan. Because if we jump to verse 41, nung narinig po ito ng sampo, nagalit po sila. Sabi rito, And when the teen heard of it, they began to be indignant at James and John. Indignant po, galit. Galit na may kasamang jealous. Because sila din gusto pong maging nasa kaliwa at kanan po ni Kristo. Nais din po nila na i-elevate nila yung sarili nila abad doon sa mga disciples. Abad doon sa mga disciples. But after this, noong si James po, binago na ng Panginoon yung puso na. Noong sinulat na po niya yung James, book of James, no? na-nail down niya yung point dito. Bakit? Nais natin na bakit mga mali po yung motibo natin sa pag pagsisilbi po natin sa Pahina. In James chapter 4, start in verse 1. What causes quarrels and and what causes fight among you? Is it not this that your passion are at war within you? Your selfish desires natin. You desires and do not have, so you murder. You commit and cannot obtain, so you fight and quarrel. It's all, so my disciples, they're quarreling, at war each other. Para lang ma- makuha nila yung posisyon na yun. You do not have because you do not ask. You ask and do not receive. The reason because you ask wrongly. To spend it in your own passion. So ito po yung magiging kahinanatnan sa bawat isa sa atin. We serve God and if we are not growing in our understanding of the gospel, then we see ourselves that serving God but motivated by our selfish desire and ambition, then we want to elevate ourselves above others. At itong katotohanan na ito, hindi lamang po apply. Na hindi lamang totoo para po sa mga tao talagang nagsiserve po sa Panginoon. But lahat po sa atin. Now, if we are not growing in our understanding of the gospel, mas makikita po natin yung sarili natin na we are pursuing the things of this world. So we pursue our dreams and ambition in life to the point Nagagawin po natin ang lahat, makuha lang natin yung bagay. Makuha lang po natin yung bagay. At ang worst pa is that we try to manipulate God, kagaya sa mga disciples. At the way we manipulate God is kunwari magsiserve or magsiserve, tayo sa Panginoon, committed tayo dun sa pagsamba natin sa Panginoon, pero yung puso po natin ay mali because ginagawa natin to hindi dahil para sambahin, purihin ang Panginoon. Ginagawa natin po para ibigay sa atin ng Panginoon yung mga hinihingi natin sa buhay. Lalo na yung mga bagay na para lamang po sa mga sarili nating sa, sa sarili lamang natin. So we cannot manipulate God. God is God and we are not. Alam po ng Panginoon yung mga puso natin. No, kaya, as we serve God or as we worship God, let's examine our hearts. Kung ano po yung nilalaman ng mga puso natin. And confess us before God. God is gracious. No? Napatawarin tayo sa kasalanan natin at baguhin po yung mga binidesire na mga puso natin. So, ito po yung picture ng isang mananampalataya kay Kristo. Na, we serve God, but we are not growing in understanding of the gospel. We are motivated by our selfish desires and ambition, and we want to elevate ourselves above others. That's the reason why we need to grow and depend on our understanding of the gospel as we serve God. 
Kaya napakalaga na lumago at lumalim tayo sa pagkikilala po natin kay Kristo as we serve God. Then, dalawang katangian po. Two characteristic of a heart, of a right heart in serving God. One is that we are motivated not by position and power. So, after po nung nagkagulo na ang mga disciples, nung narinig nila no, yung dalawa, si James and John, na gusto pong umupo dun sa kaliwa at kanan ni Jesus, pag nagiging hari na siya, so nagalit yung dalawa, ah, nagalit yung sampo, so nagkagulo na sila. Si Jesus, grinap niya rin tong opportunity na para turuan sila. No? Turuan sila kung ano po yung tama. Kung ano po yung tama puso sa paglilingkod po sa Panginoon. May dalawang katotohanan niya, karakteristik sa tamang puso sa pagsisilbi sa Panginoon is that we are not motivated by our motivated by power, by possession and power. Starting verse 42. And Jesus called them to him and said to them, You know. Ipasos dito is you know. Means yung common knowledge nila o common understanding nila. You know <clears throat> that those who are considered rulers of the Gentiles lord it over them and their great ones exercise authority among them. Then kinontrast na but it shall not be among you. So yung common knowledge po nila is that In the time of Jesus, yung mga, mga political leaders or nasa gobyerno po, nasa katungkulan, lalo na yung Romans at the time, they are oppressive and tyrant and abusive. Ginamit ni Jesus na picture para hinel down niya yung point niya. Na sabi niya, titingnan niyo, itong mga taon na to para lang mamintin yung prestige ang power nila, ang possession nila, the oppressed people and subject to them. Na? The oppressed people and subject to them. Then sabi ni Jesus, kayong nasa kingdom ko, hindi dapat ganun. Na para lang mamintin yung possession nyo, mamintin yung power nyo, is that i-oppress mo yung brothers or sisters mo. Or gusto mo lang na mapailalim mo sila sa kapangyarihan mo. Hindi po ganun, sabi ni Jesus. Because kung kagaya tayo sa kanila din, wala po tayong pinagkaiba as we serve God. Ito yung point po ni Jesus. So pangalawa po, mas mag-focus is that <coughs> We are motivated by humility and willingness to sacrifice. We are motivated by humility and willingness to sacrifice. Kininteras niya ulit, sabi niya, but it not shall be among you, but whoever will be great among you must be your servant. And whoever will be first among you must be a slave. Countless time na po ito sinasabi ni Jesus sa mga disciples niya, ba't di nila makuha-kuha? Yung servant dito, diakonos, ibig sabihin, the one serving in the table. At yung slave naman dito is dolos, it means subject ka sa isang may kapangyarihan. At yung slave at servant sa time to nila Kristo, hindi po to desirable na trabaho. Hindi kagaya ngayon. Hindi kagaya ngayon. Same pa rin ngayon. Hindi po to doktor, engineer, na gusto mo itong trabaho na ito, itatay hindi mo ito papangarapin. Kasi ito yung mga taong, sila po yung nasa mababang ori. But sabi ni Jesus, kung nais nyo talagang mag-serve sa Panginoon, nais mo magiging great in the kingdom of God, you need to have this kind of attitude or character. Attitude or character. To be a slave, to be a servant. At magkaroon ka lang ng ganong karakter sa buhay is that 
you need humility and sacrifices. Hindi ka magsiserve sa Panginoon. You and I will never serve God like what the servant or the slave are doing. If you and I are not humble and willing to sacrifice. Hindi po. Hindi po mangyayari sa atin yun kung Now, we serve God sacrificially. We serve God with humility. Kung hindi natin maintindihan po yung ibanghelyo ng Panginoon. Ha? Kaya nga, ang isang bagay na mag-uudyok po sa atin no? o yung katanungan na nais nating masagot is that what compels us to serve God with humility and willingness to sacrifice? What causes us to serve God like what the servant and slaves are doing? Because again, hindi po siya natural sa mga buhay natin. Kahit kristyano na po tayo, we see, makikita pa rin natin yung sarili natin. We serve God, yes, out of our comfort, out of our convenience. Pag inconvenient na po sa atin, hindi na po natin i-involve yung sarili natin. Then, again, what compels us is simply lang po our growing understanding of the gospel. That's why in verse 45, no, sabi ni Mark dito, binalik ulit tayo sa gospel. At this time, binigyan na tayo ng reason bakit kailangan ni Kristo mag-suffer and die. Sabi ba? For even the son of man refer sa deity po ni Kristo. What about the Son of Man? Came not to be served, but to serve. And to give His life as a ransom for many. Let's pause for a moment and meditate this truth. Christ, the second person of the Trinity, naglikha ng lahat ng bagay. The King of Kings and the Lord of Lords left His throne in heaven para lang pumunta dito sa lupa. Pagsilbihan tayo at iligtas po tayo sa ating mga kasalanan. Try to meditate. Diba? Sino mga panatik dito sa mga, politik- sa mga politiko? Pag makikita natin yung politisya natin na nakikipaghalubilo sa mahirap. Itong politician ko, sumasakay sa bus, nakatsinilas. Itong politician ko, nakikipagkainan sa mga squatter. Tuwang-tuwa tayo sa kanila. But they are not gods. But Christ is God. Iniwan niya yung throne niya sa langit, bumaba dito sa mundo, para lang pagsilbihan po tayo. At mamatay dun sa cross. Kaya, how dare are we na walang hangarin maglingkod po sa Panginoon? Kung talagang naintindihan natin kung sino si Kristo at anong ginawa niya po sa mga buhay natin. Mapapansin natin si Mark. Nag-start siya yung story na yon, the suffering of Christ, the prediction ng suffering in Christ in verse 32. Down to 34. Then he end in 45 the purpose of the suffering of Christ. Para lang talaga makuha natin kung anong nais ipaintindi ni Mark sa atin. Na if we want to serve God with humility and willingness to sacrifice, we need to understand deeply the gospel. Yun lang po yung nais ni Mark. Naintindihan natin. Nais po natin talagang maglingkod po sa Panginoon with humility and willingness to sacrifice is that we need to grow in our understanding of the gospel. 
Ah, same thing din with Apostle Paul. Nung sinulatan niya yung taga-Pilipians Bidiban. We start in Philippians 2 verse 3 to 8. So, in-exhort ni Apostle Pablo yung mga believers in Philippians, mga mananampalataya sa Pilipos, na magiging united sila. As they serve God, as they serve one another, you need to be united because yun yung source. No? Na makapag-serve kayo sa isa't isa at sa Panginoon, dapat magiging one tayo. Para mangyari to, sabi niya in verse 3, Do nothing from selfish ambition or conceit, but in humility, count others more significant than yourself. Inulit niya po ulit in verse 4. Let each of you look not on his own interest, but also the interest of others. But the question, paano, na, paano mangyayari ito sa atin? In verse 5, sabi na, Having this mind among yourselves. Dapat maintindihan natin ito katotohanan na ito. Ano ito katotohanan ito, sabi niya? Which is yours in Christ Jesus, who though he was in the form of God, did not count equality with God, a thing to be grasped, but emptied himself by taking the form of a servant, being born in the likeness of men, being found in the human form, he humbled himself by becoming obedient to the point of death, even death on the cross. So, ito po yung susi. As we serve God, we serve God with the right motives, motivated by humility and willingness to sacrifice. We need to grow in our understanding of the gospel. Church, we cannot continue serving God without growing in our understanding Hindi po natin, hindi po tayong magpapatuloy. We cannot continue serving God without growing understanding of the gospel. Because again, eventually, we end up serving God with the wrong motives. Give you practical application para lumago po tayo sa pagkakaintindi natin sa gospel. We need to be consistent reading our Bible. Yan po yung mains ng Panginoon. Uh, we need to be part of our small group, in our small groups, uh, para ma-promote yung small groups natin. We study the Bible. We expound it kung ano yung katotohanan. And we need to attend regularly in our doctrinal class. And last, we need to read theological and Christ-centered books. Or in short lang po, Para lumago tayo sa pagkikilala natin sa kaalaman natin sa Ibanghelyo, i-involve po natin yung sarili natin in service church. Because again, we cannot afford serving God and not growing in our understanding of the gospel. So we need and we must to grow and depend in our understanding of the gospel. Kaya po yung minag- Lord, we thank you and bless you for your word, O God. Thank you for rebuking us or reminding us. Yes, indeed, O God, Lord, there's possibility in us that we serve you, but our hearts are not right before you, O Lord. So, Lord, please help us examine our hearts, O God. Expose those selfish desires and motives, O Lord, and give us humility and willingness to sacrifice, O Lord, in serving you, in serving our brothers, O Lord. So, Lord, we thank you and bless you, O God, Lord, that Christ give us the perfect example how we can serve you, O Lord. And our prayer also is the same, O God, Lord. But isa po saan, as we serve you, as we desire to serve you, O Lord, Tulungan mo kami na mas dumagrupa po yung pagkikilala namin sa Ibanghelyo mo. So, Lord, we thank you and bless you. This is our prayer in Jesus' name. Amen. Thanks for listening to today's episode of the Cruciform Life Church Podcast. 
Check out more gospel-centered messages at www.cruciformlifechurch.org or subscribe to this podcast at Spotify.